1: If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. Welcome along to the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. How's that with me, Ed Hawkins, pro cricket picker, joined as ever by John Wright, pro cricket picker, former Oz compiler. John, good to see you.
0: Yeah, well, Ed, yourself.
1: Yeah. I'm good, thanks. Uh, it's still a big game. This is your Ashes preview show for the fifth test from the Oval. It's still a big game. We're going to be saying that a lot. The Ashes cannot be regained by England, but you know, frankly, if you're uh, not English or Australian, you probably don't really care about that. You're still interested in what's been an epic series. Will there be a winner at the Oval? South London starts Thursday at 11 a.m. UK time on this show. All the markets are going to be going through them for you for Bet Rivers, and we're going to be finding the best value. Quick shout out for your money line with Bet Rivers for your fifth test. England plus 130, the draw plus 290. I know what I'm going to say about that price. Australia plus 170. John, uh set it up following what's gone on at Manchester uh since we were last here.
0: Yeah, well, obviously Australia are two-one up in the series. We had an epic um. Uh, game at, um, uh, Man- uh, at Manchester where England effectively dominated the game but were scuppered by bad weather. I mean, it was basically a three-day test match. England dominated the whole game and would, would probably have won the game if, if the weather would have um, stayed fair. But it didn't. The last two days were were effectively washed out. So Australia got away with a draw and it, as a consequence, have retained um, the Ashes 2-1. England can't win, as you say, Ed. But I think what we've learned, we learned so much from Manchester. I mean, Baz Ball was vindicated because there was a session there on day two where England just absolutely pummeled the Australian bowling. I think it went they went for 175 off of 25 overs. It was just ridiculous. And England totally dominated the match. But, I mean, it'd be interesting to see now, going into this last match, at the Oval, because England must be deflated. The fact that they can't now regain the Ashes, um, even though that they left a marker down there with Australia. But Australia, you know, they've come to England. They're, they're world test champions, and and they've regained the Ash and, and they've retained the Ashes two one. So um, I think Australia will be happy, but I suppose not the way they would want to celebrate after the Manchester Test match, because really. The weather won the day there. England was scuppered by the weather and totally dominated that game.
1: Yeah, it's an interesting betting heat, isn't it, uh, John? Because we've got the form book saying that England are the superior team at the moment. So they've dominated yeah, the fourth test and they won the third test as well heading with, with a very strong performance. Australia came back into it, but um, England did well to win that game and they were the better side in that game. Um uh, and this is just what a sort of a five-match series is like with the ebbs and the flows. And form can turn around in the series. And there's a lot of debate about how oh, England are being hard done by because they're the better team. Well, they're only the better team over the last two tests. The first, yeah. first two tests, Australia were the better team because, in my opinion, they had the be- better preparation. and England were slow to get to the party. But now they've found their feet and their rhythm they're the better team, and that's been aided by the fact that Australia are on a you know a really arduous schedule here. They've essentially played five back-to-back tests already following that World Test Championship against India at the start of the summer when England had their feet up. This is their sixth test in a row uh, for some of them. Pat Cummings looked absolutely exhausted. Um, is that the, the key factor for you? Because I think that is what's pushing me towards England uh, to win this test, that, the fact that the simple fact is that Australia, you know, are out on their feet,
0: really. They are on their feet, but the one thing, the caveat to that would be that there's a lot of this Australian side here that have never won a series in England, have they? And they're going to retire. I mean, your likes of Warner, this is going to be his last test match. Kowaja, this would be the last time he plays in England. And there'll be a few others there that will probably never play in England again. Australia have never won a series in England since 2001. So I think there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of uh, Australia have got a lot to play for, for, and I think with a lot of the lot of the press that's come out today saying that England a moral victory for England, I think Australia will want to win this and they'll want to win the series three one to say, well, you know, we are the better side, we are world test champions. So I think Australia have got a lot to play for, but it's a question of how you weigh it up. I mean, definitely the impetus is with England, um, but again, England England have got a few players there that are now you know, played the whole series. I mean, Stuart Broad, for instance. I mean, we said on this show, Ed, We, I mean, he looks like he's going to play five test matches, doesn't he? I mean, we, we thought that was would be no chance at the beginning of the series. So I think there's a lot to um, weigh up with England. Obviously, there's the sentiment about uh, James Anderson. I mean, effectively, this is going to be his last test match. Does he play or doesn't he play? I mean, you could argue that he's took four wickets in the whole of the series, uh, uh, 76 apiece. He doesn't really deserve to be in the side. But will England go with sentiment and pick him for this last Test match? I think that's the that's the key question to ask it.
1: Yeah, England's England's bowling lineup is absolutely crucial. If they were able to say that Mark Wood was 100% fit, or, or um, they could be sure he was going to be bowling at high pace in uh, this Test at the Oval, then he would play. I'm not sure whether Mark Wood plays now. Mark Wood has basically turned the series almost on its head uh, oh. on his own. Um, yeah. Hasn't been able to get England level, but uh, as as damn close as you can get. Um, Now, if Wood doesn't play, suddenly they've lost their X factor player, um, and it could well be that Australia make that difference count. Uh, James Anderson, I don't think he should be near the team now. Sad to say, um, but age catches up with all of us, John, doesn't it? You know, we, we can't keep going what we do. We can't keep going in the same way. Uh, wicket at 75 apiece, just nowhere near good enough. Josh Tong is ready to go, uh, is quicker. The Australians don't fancy him. He gets shape on the ball. Uh, I think he should play. I'm also a bit worried about Stuart Broad because I thought he looked a bit leggy at Old Trafford. Yeah. Um, and we talk about England being... People talk about England being hard done, but they had 71 overs to take those 10 Australia wickets. Now, if you told yeah. me that... Um, at the start of that innings, with all the rain around, I would say England will win that test. I think yep. they didn't win it because some of their players are out on their feet perhaps as well, Broad being one of them. I mean, what, what, how, do, how do you bet, John? I mean, are you, to, are you going to have a pick on the on the money line?
0: Um, I, probably, I think the money line's about right. I, I think England deserve to be favourites. I mean, I agree with you. The, the, the worry me is the bowling attack and who actually rocks up. I mean, as you said, the introduction of Wokes and Wood in this series, I mean they've taken 23 wickets in two Test matches um and uh you know they've sort of sort of swung it around really. now, if they're both fit, uh, I'd like to think that Robinson comes back into contention after his um back spasm he had in the previous um sorry in the, in, the, in the third Test match and didn't play in the full space. I think he must come into contention. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see what England do. Um I think the batting I don't think England changed their batting lineup. Their batting lineup, that their, their top six will remain the same. I think it's just this question of whether Robinson Robinson comes into the side or or sorry, or Robinson or Anderson come into the side really. I think that's that's the only key um decision really and, and who, who who drops out of, of the bowling unit. Um and, it, and it, as you say, it'll probably be a, a question of whether Wokes is fit. And Wood would is fit and the fact that Brawl's played every single test match. Mm-hmm. Conversely with Australia, I mean, I mean, effectively, Ed, they picked a side in the last test match to not get beat um in three days. They stacked it with batting. And I think that was that was a obviously the right decision now because the weather came to come to save them. And you could argue that, you know, Mitch March's knock has probably, you know, probably saved them the um the, 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 the test match in the, in the series. But I can't see Australia going with Green and Marsh in the side again. I think Australia will definitely have to bring a spinner in for the oval. I think Todd Murphy definitely plays. But it's a question of who they actually leave out. I mean, you know, I, I don't I don't see Marsh and Green in the same side and you can't mm. really leave Mitch Marsh out. Mitch Marsh has batted four times in this series in two test matches, four innings. And he's looked good in every innings. He scored a 50, he scored an absolutely fantastic 100. So really, you know, the poster boy, um, Cameron Green, he's probably going to be probably left out of this, um, which is going to be very, very interesting. So, um, yeah, I think there's question marks about both sides. Um, I think the betting for the match is probably about right. Uh, I think there's probably a bit of value in some of the derivatives because I do think if we can second guess that both sides... There'll probably be a little bit of value, especially into who to, who's going to be top bowler. I think because okay. I think, as you said, Ed, we could probably make a second guess about some of these players that are definitely not. I mean, Scotty Bollan's never going to play for Australia again um, in, in England. I mean, that's he's never going to play. Mitch Stark looks a bit, little bit, um, as I say, off the plate as he play. Hazelwood bowled very, very well. Um, so I think I think if we look at the both sides, there's probably a little bit of value there. But I think as regarding the um to win the match, I'd shade England slightly. Is 130 value plus
1: 130? Probably not. Okay. Uh, I do you want to come back on that uh, money line uh, with Bet Rivers for the fifth test? But let's just do a bit of housekeeping for you. Give us a follow up because we win so you can win across all sports, not just cricket. At John Wright15 on Twitter and myself at cricket betting on Twitter and give us some love on the podcast provider of your choice. We're going to give you the best picks that we can find at the end of this show. So you've got to stick around for the value. It's two each, two from John, two from me. So don't miss the value. And we're going to be going through top run scorer, top top wicket taker, as John just mentioned, some of the other player specials as well, maybe some man of the match um, prices for you. Um, Back to that. Money line on the fifth test result, John uh surprise the draw is so short plus two nine zero I mean this is recency bias um in its that's purest true. form, isn't it the weather yes. forecast isn't that bad
0: yes i think I think the only reason the draw is that short is because we've had a draw in the last Test match where the weather was appalling. There is a bit of rain in South London, but again, I think that both sides will are so up for this that I think it you, you, it's going to be a match that's going to be played at such pace. I think you could probably lose a day, maybe a day and a half and probably still get a result. I think Australia will be bang up for this. And I think England will as well. I'd I'd be amazed if this peters out to be a draw. The the weather forecast is is not as bad as it was in Manchester. So I I think probably 290 is probably too shorted.
1: Okay, Uh, let's tell you about the oval pitch if you're sort of just tuning into the Ashes series or... Uh, taking a vague interest, you'll probably hear a lot about the oval pitch being the best batting wicket in the country. And lots of people, lots of people, by the way, used to play Test cricket uh, for England, telling you what a great batting wicket is. The statistics tell a completely different story. I think in about six six innings in fifteen Championship matches, um, in sorry, in six uh, in. In um, 15 innings across six inning, uh, six matches in the championship, um, very few have seen scores of more than 350 um, this season. And that's historically the same case as well in test matches over the last 10 years. And it's fifth in terms of runs per wicket uh, for your batters in England. So it's the fifth best batting wicket for six tests or more in the last test 10 years. So it's not this road that everyone makes out and if it's overcast, it will swing. Uh, so do bear that in mind, please. Um, let's look at top England run scorer in at first innings. Uh, I'm going to shout out some numbers for you. Joe Root 275 is always a swerve. Uh, it's nowhere close to what he does on win rates. Zach Crawley plus 400. Incredible innings at Old Trafford. Um, he may well fancy the wicket here. Harry Brook is a win rate better, plus 450. Then we've got... Ben Stokes, I'm uh, sorry, Ben Duckett, 450, has gone a bit quiet. Uh, ben Stokes is plus 500. Johnny Bairstow, plus 800. Moeen Ali, the same price when he'll be batting at three. Uh, John, um, someone batting at number three at plus
0: 800? Well, it should be value batting at three. I mean, but I think on the oval, I don't think a flash 40 for Moeen is actually going to win this. I think he's going to have, someone's going to probably need to score 100, probably 80 to 100 to win this. So, um, I don't see Moeen. I mean, Moeen batted quite well in the first innings in Manchester, but again, he got to the point where he got fifty and then effectively, you know, played a loose shot and that's Moeen all over. I mean, I think he's just a what Although, you know, back in the day, he was a, he was a he was a quality number three that bowled a little bit, but that's changed over the years. I think the sort of the the explosion of white ball cricket is ten, has made him a little bit loose. So plus eight hundred, he's probably value. I wouldn't play that myself. I don't. I put a line through um, Ben Duckett because I think he's he's form at the beginning of the season. Uh, this Ashes series has definitely petered out. Crawley batted superbly in in in, um, in the last test in Manchester, um, but I think you know plus four hundred. That's reflected in the price. The value I think for me is, is Stokes. I mean, Stokes has got more runs than anyone in the series. He doesn't bowl. And I think there's a responsibility there. I think I said in the previous show, I think he's the one that bats like a captain and, and he, he backs the conditions when everyone else is sort of probably being a little bit gun ho So I, if I was having a bet on, on that particular market, I'd back Ben Stokes at plus 500 to be talking England back.
1: Yeah, his mindset has switched to full-time batter as well, by the way. Just some very interesting comments in the press this week saying that he doesn't bowl anymore. Well... Uh, We've not actually officially heard that before. So it looks like he's now just a batsman um, only. So it's a good shout from John. Let's look at top run scorer for Australia in your first innings 250 for Steve Smith, who's been a major disappointment, just hasn't done it for Australia. Usman Khawaja, where he's been a bit like his team, started off very, very well and then dropped off a cliff. Plus 375. Travis Head, 163 against India on this ground at the start of the summer. Won him this market in that game plus four two five. Labashane, who has found his way now, plus four two five. Uh, Warner plus six hundred. He's had a dreadful series, and I think I'm going to point um, John to Mitchell Marsh at plus seven hundred. I suspect that's where he's going.
0: Yes, I do. I mean, I, I think um, I think Mitch Marsh has has been brilliant since he came into this side. I mean, he basically came into this side for an injury to Cameron Green. And now he's he's effectively, he, he keeps his place in this side. And I think if Australia do bring the spinner in, I think it'd be Cameron Green who could be left out. You know, Mitch Ross has got a 100, a brilliant 100, a 50. And even in the, the two other innings, he's, he's looked quite solid. You know, all four innings he's played in this series, he's looked solid. I think plus 700 is the value. I agree, if you go down it, Smith's too short. Kawaja's uh petered out. Head yes he got 160 against India in the World Chess Championship final but I mean majority of that India India didn't bowl at him correctly did they? they 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 put it they bowled they bowled up to him and they didn't bowl it short once they bowled it short you know he'd already the 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 the, the cat was already out of the bag he'd already got about 80 Labuschagne's the danger I mean Labuschagne he's got no runs in this series but he batted superbly in Manchester the hundred that he got there is probably probably one Australia that the sorry. Uh, Made Australia retain the the Ashes, so he'd be he'd be definitely be a, a runner, at, uh, especially at that price at plus four two five. But I'm going to go with Mitch Marsh at plus seven hundred. I do think that represents a bit of value, and if he does yeah. get in, he scores very quickly, doesn't he? Yeah,
1: he does. Um, it's a good shot on Mar on Marsh. You just wouldn't be surprised at all to see him to see him notch uh, here on a decent wicket um just talking about Lavishane, is individual innings runs in the first innings available over 30.5 at plus 100 that is looking very cheap some of these bet rivers prices here are very very cheap on players ben stokes your proper batsman now over 27.5 at plus 100 that's very very cheap um you you'll see far bigger run quotes with with other layers by the way um and just for for um point of difference Steve Smith over 36.5 plus 100 you'll probably see over 40.1.5 with other layers so it's you know it's a really good market uh with bet rivers this one um John we'll come to um some other markets as well in in a minute but you did highlight the top wicket taker as potential value if we could second guess some of these teams and I think I think I'm going to second guess where you were going with it um, and is that basically betting on the on, on the guy that you know is absolutely certain to be playing um, yes. and, when it, and when it comes down to it for top England first innings wicket taker, you've got um, Chris Wokes, all the threes plus three, three, three with James Anderson, Mark Wood, Stuart Broad, the front three in the betting and almost certainly all those three won't play. So, yeah. I mean, you can also, you could basically make a case for, for Chris Wokes on that basis alone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Chris Wokes, for me, he's got 12 wickets in the two matches that he's played. You know, I mean, OK, you could probably argue that the oval pitch might not suit him. But I think, as you said, Ed, that we might not get a typical oval conditions in this test match because the weather forecast, it could be overcast, which could suit Chris Wokes. So, yes, I mean, I think Chris Chris Wokes plays... Plus three, three, three has got to be value because, as you say, you know, there's definitely going to be two at the front four in the betting. There's definitely going to be two of them and not going to play. So, uh, and Mowing's definitely going to play, isn't he? Which, which for me, Mowing at plus five fifty first wicket, first innings wickets, he's no value at all for me. He should be at least ten. So, you're ruling out him and you're probably going to lose two of the seamers. So, yeah, I, I like, I like Wokes at plus three, three, three. I mean, there's, there's, there's. There's rumours in the press that he is a bit stiff after this test match and and understandably so. He's played back-to-back test matches. He's 34 years of age. But if he does play, three, three, three for me, he's definitely valued because he's definitely look, been very, very potent for England and he's got those 12 wickets in the two matches.
1: Stuff top wicket taker. Australia first is at the Oval. These are your Bet Rivers prices and a bit of commentary from me before we hand over to John Vee's view. Pat Cummins 175 is your favourite. I'm sorry to say, but he's been an absolute stinker of a favourite throughout this series. He's let punters down in a big way at those prices he's caught once. Um, and that's not good enough, for us, I'm afraid, even though you know he's a terrific bowler. He hasn't done it. Mitchell Stark will look like he was injured at Old Trafford. He's plus 200. Hazel would probably come into the four now um it seems to be tuned up nicely, unlike some of his teammates, plus three two five could have a big game at the Oval Oval Scott Boland plus three seven five. Um Todd Murphy plus five fifty. Um any other business there for you, John?
0: No, I mean for me Hazelwood sticks out like a sore thumb because when all the bowlers were going round the park in, in, in Manchester last week, he got for Um he got five wickets, he was the best bowler by miles. You know, as you go down that list, you know, you said there, Bolland's not going to play. Stark probably carrying a bit of an injury. Cummings now is, as you say, looks spent. He's played these five test matches off the back. He's captain. He's had to face the press, the media. He's got so much on his plate. If this was, I mean, I imagine the ODIs that follow this test series, I imagine even though it's a, it's a World Cup year, isn't it, Ed? I think he'll probably rest. I mean, you could probably I mean he won't rest he won't they won't rest their captain in the, in a in an Ashes game that's still an Ashes test match is still alive. But you know, you could justify it because Cummins does look spent. So plus one seven five for me is too short. For me, Hazelwood's got to be the value because he hasn't played he's only played three test matches. He um he's fairly, fairly fresh. You know, he hasn't played a lot of uh, Red Bull cricket, as you said, Ed. You know, didn't really hardly play in the IPL for the for the um for, for RCB so he's fairly fresh and the fact that he had two days off in the last test match where there wasn't a lot of bowling done I'd suggest that he still would be fresh so for me 325 plus 325 Josh Hazelwood is the value in that market
1: Okay well let's bring you into a player of the match uh, with Bet Rivers easier prices uh, Josh Hazelwood. let's start off at plus 1600 may well have a shout if Australia is to win this game He's going to have to have a big one, I suspect. Um, we talked about Ben Stokes for runs, plus 1,000, plus 1,000 um, for England to be a player of the match. Um, any any picks for you, John? Um, I mean, Labrachain, plus 1,400. Uh, a batsman who could do well. Let's find Mitch Marsh's price uh, for you as well. Uh, we've talked him up, plus 1,100.
0: I yeah, see. I thought. I, looking at that particular market. I thought. I thought Marsh plus eleven 1, hundred could be valued because he he will bowl. He will bowl a few overs, <clears throat> and he'll bat in the top six. I agree with you. I think Stokes. I think if England. If England do win this Test match and and Stokes is Stokes gets runs, I think you know he he could easily be man of the match just on the basis of the way he's capped in the side throughout the series. I, I you know I think that that's not a bad shout. So for me, if I was picking one from each side, I'd pick Stokes for England. And I, because Joe Root seems to be a little bit short. And I'd, and I'd back, um, I'd back Mitch Marsh for Australia. They'd be my two. Um, in one, you go going on to the specials, Ed. In one of the specials, I definitely mm. think there's a little bit of value. There's a market there where they give points to, um, to players for all three disciplines 20 points for a wicket, 10 points for a catch, and a point for every run scored. Now, Joe Root's market is over 115 and a half. Is minus one eighteen and under one hundred and fifteen half is also minus one eighteen. Now, if you look at Joe Root's test average, Joe Root's test average at the moment is fifty two, right? So, arguably, you could say that he be in for he could be in for at least ninety to hundred runs. He's he's got nine catches in this series in four test matches, so the average is in this series two catches per match. And also, more alarm, more strikingly, I think he's definitely under bowled, and I think the fact that he got wickets he's got four wickets in this test series already and he bowled very well in manchester when he came on didn't he ed and and arguably at the oval you think england will use spin and you could you could see joe root actually in, especially in the second innings turning his own arm, arm over quite considerably especially if Mowing's not bowling particularly well so i thought that was value i thought i thought joe root over 115 and a half points was a, was a bit of value because I think he could pick up points in all three disciplines,
1: Ed. Yeah, I agree. That's a great shout. Uh, Roo, I think it's 58 t- test wickets, and every time you hear that stat, everyone says, well, you should have more than that. I think you're right, John. I think he bowls a, a chunk of overs here to help take the pressure off Mowin, if nothing else, uh, particularly with that sore finger, which occasionally might be bothering him. Uh, listen, this is your Ashes preview show for the final time for about two and a half years. So lap it up. This is the fifth Ashes Test. All the best picks for the over, which starts on Thursday with Bet Rivers. And we're also coming back this week to do Major League Cricket as we get to the business end. The playoffs are almost with us, and uh, we've been canning. We switched sides from the Unicorns to the Freedom, and the Freedom are in the playoffs. Uh, the Unicorns bowling too pricey in the end, and we had to jump ship. Uh, but we're going to have you all the latest uh ways to play and the best picks for the nlc uh, for now john it's best two picks please for the fifth ashes test from the Oval on thursday
0: well i'm going to go my my first pick's going to be australian bowler i just think that that josh hayeswood at plus 325 bearing in mind his performance in the last test in a, in a poor australia uh, bowling performance where he got five wickets so, so i'm going to go for josh hayeswood to be top australian wicket taker in the first innings at plus 325. And my other bet will be that special. I, I, I just think that Joe Root is very cheap there. So that's uh so this is special that Bet Rivers are doing. It's over fifth and a half points, Joe Root at minus 118. Uh, and that's both innings as well. So that's the, so you want you're chewing on Joe Root to get runs, wickets, and hold catches.
1: Good stuff. I'm gonna go for England. I think they might just pinch this one at plus one thirty with Bet Rivers. My final selection. Let's take about a little bit of that plus 1600 Josh Hazelwood, uh, man of the match, just in case I'm wrong. Something a bit of a saver uh, for you. So the fifth test a nice price to get stuck into. That's the fifth Ashes test preview done for you on How's That, the Bet Rivers Cricket Show. Uh, don't forget to come back to the MLC Betting Hub this week, discussing all the playoff news, angles, and ways to play. We'll see you then.